Welcome. You are tuning in to Around the Table with the Judges podcast presented by Property Guru Property Report, the official magazine of Asia Property Awards and Asia Real Estate Summit. In this special series, you will meet the highly respected independent panel of judges across our 14 awards markets in 12 countries. We will dive into the nitty gritty of the judging process, as well as figure out why they are the most deserving to judge leading industry players. Hello, everyone. My name is Tina Ryan, and thank you once again for joining us on another episode of our Judges Podcast. Last time, we learned a lot of interesting tidbits from our Vietnam judges. Now we get to meet for the first time since the merging of Malaysia's top two leading property portals, the esteemed judging panel of the ninth Property Guru Asia Awards Malaysia in partnership with iProperty.com.my. Before we begin, may we request our judges to introduce themselves, starting with our chairperson. Uh, good day to everybody, due to the time difference. <laughs> I'm uh, Lawai Siang. Uh, I was the president of the Royal Institution of Surveyors Malaysia for the session 2016-2017. Uh, and I am truly honored to be on board the judging panel. Uh, of the 2022 edition of the Property Guru Asia Awards for Malaysia, and this, which is organized uh, jointly uh, in partnership with iProperty. And uh, by profession, I am a real estate as well as an intangible asset valuer. Over to you, Tina. Thank you, Ms. Chair. Who would like to go next? Feel free to take the floor. Uh, hi everyone, I'm the Vice Chairman for this uh, Property Guru Judges and uh, my name is Chris, uh, Chinese name is Tia Po Long. So uh, I'm a lawyer by profession and I have uh, been a lawyer for more than 20 years. That, that goes to show my age. So uh, I've been a judge for more than five years. And I enjoyed myself as a uh, property guru has uh, given me a lot of a lot of opportunity to view a lot of properties, a lot of projects, and uh, I must say that they enforce the strict uh, rules for us to judge, and uh, we are we engage ourselves in a very impartial judging process. So uh, I'm happy to meet everyone. Thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Huyin. I'm actually a lawyer. I practice in corporates and convincing practice. I think this is my fourth year in this award. Um, it's been a very exciting, a bit busy and fun process. I'm happy to see everyone here and some of the uh, familiar faces amongst the judges panel and we'll see what's happened this year. And finally, last but not the least. Hello everyone. My name is Izumi Harsani. I was the president of Malaysian Institute of Architects until last month. Okay, I did that. Uh, the presidency for four years and currently I am a practicing architect with a architect MAA, uh, one of a larger establishment uh, for architecture services in Malaysia. I'm happy uh, to be one of the panel, uh, member of panel of judges uh, for this award. 
Thank you, judges. Now for the first question, this truly is an exciting time for Malaysian real estate as we merge the country's most prestigious awards programs. With this in mind, we ask the judges, um, what are you hoping to achieve with this unification? Ms. Chair, would you like to start first? And again, feel free to just jump in. So, um, well, in all unification, uh, one thing that first come to my mind is the 100 categories. So I am actually very worried <laughs> about the judges delivering their, you know, their, their, their judgment. But uh, for the participants, it's really great. It means that uh, the developers have a broader opportunity to showcase their products. And uh, of course, uh, it also benefits the general public uh, because they will, in the process, uh, be exposed uh, to more products uh, that will enhance their knowledge on their intended purchases. So it's actually very good uh, all around for the developers as well as the intended purchases. Thank you, Mr. Chair. Who would like to go next with that? I think if I can add, I think uh, this um, unification will provide wider base in terms of participation uh, participations from the industry. Uh, so as judges, I'm eager to see more interesting submissions that uh, we will select the best among the top uh, real property players and uh, property development around the country. So this year, I hope that uh, there will be a lot more um, submission so that we can choose the best among the top players. I believe this unification will uh, invite more ideas uh, and more innovation into our property market and uh, a lot of developers can learn from each other and get new ideas and this will further promote our property in Malaysia as well as uh, I think all the participants will be more competitive and we will get better product. So I think that's a very good uh, process and I hope that uh, this uh, judging will bring uh, more better entry and innovation into the property market. Thank you, Sir Chris. Now, I'm sure we will have plenty of surprises come the awards season. Now, before we uh, proceed to discuss the process, can you please explain in layman's terms, what is it you do exactly as a judge? Uh, as, a, as a judge, we uh, first of all go through the background of the developers and their experiences and uh, their past record. And then we will zoom in later to the uh, property uh, project that they submitted for the judging. And uh, we will go through every detail uh, from the unit itself, from the property, from the layout, um, and from the build quality and their price point. Uh, and the target market. So we, we will uh, come from uh, a lot of uh, perspective on the judging. And uh, sometimes the judges may not agree eye to eye, but in the end, uh, we will still come to a conclusion. Uh, I think the judging process is very meticulous, but I, I believe our panel are well equipped and we will do a good job with it. Thank you. Ms. Tan? Well, in layman terms, what we do as judges is basically seeing a lot, a lot of buildings and projects and houses, of course. Well, while seeing that, it's not simply just see that. We are given a set of guidelines and scorecards so that we can actually judge all the houses, projects, buildings in a very 
standard way. So this is basically what we do as judges. Anybody else would like to add to that, Mr. Chair? Architect? Yeah, I would uh, like to add a bit. Uh, I really agree with uh, Chris as well as Yin. There will be lots of projects that will be coming in. Uh, so there's really actually great competitions. And then, of course, there is the criteria provided by the organizer so that we are more objective. But uh, of paramount importance is that a judge should be neutral or unbiased in their assessment of each project. I think um, if I can add, okay. Of course, uh, we have to evaluate development based on the submission of each criteria, but sometimes um, the submission probably has a special feature um, from my past uh, experience in judging for the award, for the award submission. It's very interesting. Sometimes you can also observe the trend in the development. Uh, sometimes you may not um, put it as a criteria, uh, but if any development or project submitted show outstanding a special special feature or that um, the one that we probably believe that is going to be a future trend in the property uh, development then usually uh, we should also consider that probably just to give some bonus mark or whatever so um, i would like to say that for developers or the uh, the designer who want to participate in this award not to be uh, too restrictive uh, to the judging criteria. If you have any special feature, why not just share it with us? Thank you. Now that uh, the two awards have become one, we have 17 judges on the panel, which means a lot of different perspectives and insights. So what are the challenges that you foresee during the judging process? Uh, you will be surprised to see that everyone has the ability to be lawyers during the final judging process because the debate actually takes a very long time. Just like what Chris mentioned in the beginning, sometimes during the debates, we can't see judges eye to eye. Everyone has different idea. Everyone has different opinion and views. I think the, um, the more challenging part is, is to come up with the uh, scenes, answer and opinion towards certain award because we do have our different preferences and opinions. So, yeah, to me, the more challenging part is to deliver the final decisions. <laughs> yeah. I well, totally uh, agree with Miss Tan. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, of course, uh, being uh, professionals uh, and 17 of us, uh, and well, uh, not all 17 are from different backgrounds because they are groupings. <laughs> Uh, it's not CAM that I'm talking about. But, uh, well, uh, most of us are from different professional backgrounds, so it cannot be denied that there'll be cross-fertilization uh, of opinions. However, being professionals, each will weigh and respect the opinions of their fellow professionals. And I personally do not see that there will be very big in the judging process. Yeah, that, that, I totally agree with you. In fact, I look at the judging process with various backgrounds of judges actually give wider perspective on the discussion and deliberation during the judging yeah. process that we actually can learn from each other. Sometimes 
if we um, if you are confined within just certain profession to be judged, then your vision probably uh, will be very narrow. But with all sort of background of judges, it gives wider perspective, different views, and uh, then the learning process among the judges also can be very interesting yeah. through the evolution of the submitted yeah. works. Yeah, true. I truly agree with uh, Dr. Izumi too. Now, to give our audience a bit of insight, our judges devote their time and expertise for free on top of their already busy schedules. So we wonder, what is it that makes this role worthwhile to you? Uh, okay, let me start. I mean, to all the parties along the whole process, that is uh, from the developers, the participants, uh, until the judges having coming up with a conclusion, it is actually really a process uh, of learning. Yeah. So the whole learning journey uh, actually will enhance everybody's uh, skills and knowledge. It's like uh, Dato Izumi said earlier on, everyone actually will benefit along the whole process. There's a lot of uh, learning of the skills and also the knowledge. And to me, that is what is really uh, meaningful and worthwhile. Yeah, Thank I you. agree. I, I agree with that too. In fact, what, what judging as interesting observation process in knowing the market trends. For example, in my profession as architect, so I have to know what is in the market at the moment and what are the market trends so that when I serve our client, then I can design accordingly. Uh, so then uh, it will... Uh, the product actually will be highly uh, demanded by the purchaser. So that's why uh, assessing the submission really tells us now a new ideas and strategy on what is driving the element in design and development. It is also uh, our contribution actually. Uh, uh, doing the free judging is our contribution uh, to the industry, uh, to, the, to the stakeholder in encouraging a good growth of the industry for a better quality in real property products through the industry and professional recognition because we are recognizing a good product of the industry and we hope the market will grow healthier and better more sustainable economically and also environmentally so that's what the 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 the, the final goal that we expect that the whole industry become better uh, for the country, for the region, and at the end, we all will get the benefit out of it. Wonderful. Anybody else would like to add to that? I totally agree with Dato. Uh, because personally, I have learned a lot from different perspectives of all our professional judges. Especially, some will come in with uh, green features of the product, and some will come in architecturally, some will come in on the sales uh, aspect. So, I, I believe there are a lot of judges that have a lot of uh, target in their mind to promote how to promote Malaysia for a better product for our uh, people, for our people. So especially affordability is also one, on the, one of the main things that we try to promote in Malaysia. So I do learn a lot. And this is something that I appreciate a lot. Although it's quite tiring and uh, I see that we are having 100 categories. So... Uh, I think it's a good job. I hope uh, everyone uh, have a good time here as well. 
Okay, so this year we introduced 100 categories, 100. We also noticed some smart categories, which puts a focus on technology. Are we seeing an increase in prop tech applications in Malaysian homes and buildings nowadays? You're talking about increase in terms of uh, technology application. Yes, uh, of course, I think, uh, I think, uh, the the most amazing features that now the developer has uh, adopted is that uh, especially in the strata development in strata development where actually uh, they use the application in terms of managing the strata the resident the community uh, so the application the application that um, can be downloaded by the resident uh, becomes like a virtual uh, community hub it is not just for the interaction between the resident, but it is also as a tool for the developer or property manager to gauge in terms of the performance of the property, in terms of uh, movement of resident and uh, maintenance, collection of maintenance fees, and also the security and safety for the property. I think that is um, one of the amazing feature that we can see growing very rapidly among the property developers. I very much agree with what Dato Azini just said. I think, and also the pandemic in a way to push through, you know, this prop tech kind of development. Um, it's very convenient. You can do a lot of things without going to the site. And also mentions about the uh, JNB and also MC. They are using all these applications to manage properties and then collections of payments. It makes everyone's life it's easier not only viewing property easy, but managing your property also easy. So yeah, I think there is a huge increase in prop tech applications in Malaysia. Now, 100 categories covering Malaysian real estate mean that the built um, environment has improved over time, even in the last two years. What is it that has made the sector strong that has it has overcome the hardship of the outbreak? Well, uh, the past two years had really been challenging. Uh, I believe not just in Malaysia, but kind of like everywhere. Uh, so there is no denying that the deliverance of uh, projects have been delayed. So uh, there was a lot of uh, curbs on the interaction of workers. And so that really, uh, you know, pays out the delivery process. That cannot be avoided because of the COVID-19 virus pandemic. However, uh, I am very happy to say that uh, Malaysians on the whole, I think we have great trust in the government as well. Uh, we still believe that the real estate investment uh, is a sound and prudent investment. Uh, of course, there are also other investments, but the real estate still stands strong in that sense thank you i think for the last two years during the the pandemic with the situation very challenging situation i think uh, many developers uh, even uh, the others who are in the supply chain including the contractors they are in the hibernation uh, hibernation mode so they are hibernating then uh, i think that was a good time uh, for them to relook at themselves how to improve the product how to come back stronger and i think uh, with the support from the government for example like the home ownership campaign during the pandemic i think a lot of uh, property has been taken up uh, so it's time for 
um, the industry players to replenish the market uh, the market with more uh, properties and better properties so that i think that we can see there will be a blooming um, uh, market after this that uh, there will be uh, more players will start to come back to the industry and to introduce more interesting products i would agree with uh, dato lao that actually malaysians uh, they do like they have uh, strong confidence in our real estate and malaysians like to buy houses <laughs> Uh, I think that's uh, that's a fact that a lot of uh, Malaysians like to invest in real estate, and uh, with I also agree with Dato Azmi because uh, the fact that the government has given a lot of incentives, especially savings with stamp duties, okay, uh, has pushed the real estate and make it resilient against this uh, COVID period. As well as developers, they pro- they give out. They produce uh, these houses on a subsistence level. That means uh, most of them are doing uh, affordable housing, uh, not that high end. But now I think when the market has come back, it's, come, it's already back. I think uh, we should be able to see more innovative product and uh, you know developers coming out with uh, better product and innovative and newer products to this market. Thank you. In what ways does the awards program support the growth and evolution of the local real estate sector? Uh, I believe that uh, it is important for for us to recognize okay the good work by our society or by the industry. Uh, so this is a uh, in one way actually will motivate uh, people or the industry player to go uh, for a better product and keep on improving um, their their products. Uh, so. The way I see it, okay, it is very important for uh, for the industry and also um, the industry players. Uh, for for example, like this award to recognize uh, the best player, the top player, uh, so that that will motivate other people as well and attract other people as well to keep on doing good things for the industry and for the nation. So and. I believe that in future, if everybody start to understand that, then it will give a distinction between somebody who are at the top and who are just a pure uh, money making without um, without any care about the quality of product. So I think we need to have a balance. It's not everybody doing business want to make money, but most important is that uh, to produce a good quality of product, especially in real estate and real property. Feel free to add into that, Sir Chris, Miss Tan, Miss uh, Chair. Okay. Um, well, through my several years of uh, judging, I noticed that the participants actually they have moved, uh, or maybe in, I would say improved in their own delivery system in terms of uh, quality, uh, sustainability, and lifestyles. So we have. Uh, Certifications such as Q-Lastic, you know, to uh, benchmark the quality of uh, finishes, which uh, many developers have also subscribed to, and also the green certifications uh, on sustainability. And then the dual key projects are also becoming quite popular, which is actually a promotion of multi-generational living, uh, as well as, uh, you know, a flexible form of investment. Um, then, of course, we also have uh, 
eco-friendly developers who have come on and they have things like you know solar panels uh, rain harvesting uh, ev car charging stations and um, of course um, of late due to the pandemic uh, there was a lot of online delivery so some developers actually have gone on to develop parcel rooms which have dedicated lockers uh, so that actually facilitates the occupants of, of that building. So in that sense, uh, over time, um, the development actually has uh, improved and such that the purchasers have actually benefited. Thank you. If, if Thank I you, can, if I can add, I think um, if you look at maybe 10, 15 years ago, when a purchaser want to buy a property, then they will ask how big is the size and how expensive or how cheap per square feet. But today, I think the demand is different. It's not about the size anymore, but about the quality of life. So for example, if I'm paying for a property of, let's say, uh, uh, 500,000 ringgit, what are the facilities that I can get? What kind of lifestyle that the developer uh, offering uh, to me? Uh, compared to, uh, I mean, 10 or uh, 20 years ago, people will ask how big is the size. They don't even bother about the, the facility, the lifestyle, neighborhood quality. But today, I think it's different. Uh, so where actually people start to have more uh, awareness on uh, life and work balance and better quality of life. Okay, uh, I think the awards program have uh, benefited, uh, especially to the developers, who are doing a township development because every time uh, when it comes to the township award it's the most exciting one because if of course the developer are developing it in phases phases so sometimes there are different phases that come into our uh, judging process so the developers learn a lot about uh, what is the uh, more wholesome development to cater to our people to the malaysian general so at the end of the day, they will produce a, a, a product that, uh, you know, have lifestyle, have facility and all that. So I think this is a, the awards have given them a very good platform to be able to compare and also uh, learn from other developers how to be, uh, how to have a better product to cater to their purchases. So I believe uh, the award uh, has benefited a lot of uh, township developers and they have learned a lot from all this. Thank you. I think the award not just only create awareness amongst the purchaser, but also amongst the developers because they give the opportunity to see how their competitor do, how well the other competitor do. And um, by creating all this awareness, I think our developers and also our purchaser will be more mature. We can are creating a more matured real estate scenes. I think this is greatly benefit to everyone else. Now we're down to our two questions. What are your favorite categories this year and why do they matter in the industry? So I think we have a category for uh, affordable housing, which is, I, I like that. It's because that greatly promotes as everyone's able to own a house, which is Malaysian people's like to own properties anyway so that encourage everyone able to buy the house within their affordability 
Okay, to me, I think the best uh, category, uh, my favorite category is the best eco-friendly high-rise development. People may ask why high-rise. I think looking at urbanization of our, our country, even everywhere in the world, that more people start to come into the cities, uh, there will be more urban migration to the cities so that there will be scarcity of land. So vertical development, high-rise development is very important. Uh, so for best eco-friendly high-rise development, it is very important for us uh, to give uh, more awareness about urban living, vertical cities where actually social, economic sustainability is very important. And of course, on top of that, by the name of eco-friendly, uh, definitely environmental sustainability is very, very important. So that's my favorite category. Chris, Ms. Chair? Uh my favorite category is definitely the township category, uh, township developer. Uh, it's usually the uh, most debated uh, category among judges because everyone has their own uh, angle of looking at the township. Uh, definitely, it matters to the industry because a lot of developers, we want to come out with affordable and also lifestyle products. So they will come out with innovative ways to uh, reduce the cost and also bring a better product to the people. So I believe uh, this year with 100, 100 categories, I look forward to uh, view all the categories and uh, as, especially the township category. Thank you. Oh, I would say, uh, I, I can't really say it with, I, I mean, I personally like landed properties. <laughs> Uh, but due to the scarcity of land, like uh, Dato Izumi said, I can't uh, agree less that uh, you have to go up. Stratified has to be the staff, especially in urbanized areas. So those are the also the projects that are really like submitted earnestly for competitions. Uh, the more rural projects are not coming in, so we, we don't see a lot of landed properties coming in. So um, high-rise may be my favorite uh, as far as the competition is concerned. Uh, and uh, that is where, I mean, I also see a lot of improvements uh, in the delivery system of the developers, which actually benefit the purchasers. Now, before we conclude to this episode, may we have our chairperson, Dato Surveyor Lao Yxiang, invite our leading developers and designers to participate in the 2022 edition of the Property Guru Asia Awards Malaysia in partnership with iproperty.com.my. To all developers and uh, designers, I sincerely welcome you on board. Uh, the 2022 edition of the Property Guru Asia Awards uh, Malaysia jointly organized uh, with uh, iProperty and I sincerely believe you will put your best foot forward in the participation in whatever categories that you are on uh, and the participation process is actually the way forward for your own improvements and uh, I would like to wish me the best project wins. Thank you. 
Thank you so much. Now, for more information about our awards program, please visit asiapropertyawards.com. Special shout outs to our sponsors and partners this year Gold Sponsor, Kohler, Official Portal Partners, PropertyGuru.com.my, and iProperty.com.my. Official venue, the Majestic Hotel Kuala Lumpur. Official cable, TV partner, History Channel. Official magazine, Property Guru, Property Report, official ESG partner, Von Deck Foundation, People's Choice Awards, official voting partner, PWC Malaysia, and official supervisor, HLB. Once again, our deepest gratitude to our independent panel of judges for dedicating your time and expertise to our awards program. There you have it, the distinguished judging panel of the ninth Property Guru Asia Awards Malaysia in partnership with iProperty.com.my. Thank you for joining us today and we'll see you in the next episode.